Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always. It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Episode 112, back for another week, baby. Cash, for the new people who never heard of us and don't know what we do, tell them what we're about. Too easy, Prez. Music, sports, entertainment, culture. We want to be the sports center of this thing each and every week. By culture, I mean black culture, sports, music, entertainment. That's it, man. That, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, and every now and again, we drop some gems, leadership. Uh, we we go back and review the classics, little bonus episodes that we throw up in there. Go check those out if you haven't. Those things are timeless. They live forever. There's no no set time frame on all those. We're reviewing some of the, the, the universal classic albums that we think that are kind of underlooked a little bit right now. Uh, so go check those out. And uh, Cash, so what what do we have on the agenda for the day? Oh, we got the usual. We got sports, music, entertainment, the culture type stuff. So first up with music, we got the Migos. They just dropped something. Smoke Dizza. We also got Sky Zoo. And who else we have? Larry June with Orange Prince. So we're going to review those projects. Then we're going to move on into some culture stuff. We uh, were listening to Earn Your Leisure podcast earlier this week, and we heard a little bit about NFL contracts that we didn't know. So we'll kind of snapshot that for you all, and then you guys can go out there and check out Earn Your Leisure and find the episode. Really dope episode. We also got some verses discussion, little Bow Wow, uh, Soldier Boy, Trina, Eve. I mean, these can be some pretty good matchups but we're gonna get into those and then we also have the latest and greatest from the nba playoffs things have changed from one week to the other and we're gonna get into the nuances of that but that's the show so man before we get into everything though how your week been doing man how's it leading up to father's day does it seem like it's gonna be a great father's day for you oh yeah man it's already a, a good father's day my wife thought father's day was this sunday so she uh she brought my gift in the other day threw it at me with her disrespectful self and I didn't care that she threw it at me because I actually liked it. So I was cool. I was cool with it. Have it, have it came. This, that's an ongoing trend. And I think last year she was off by a week too. If we go back and listen at it, I think y'all <laughs> would have celebrated a week before last time. Man, so, hey, hey, man. hey, but hey, you ain't got to worry about reservations, all this stuff. If you're always off, hey, as long as they celebrate you, right? Long, long as they celebrate me. And I'm pretty sure my son, he'd been trying to, Buy me something for the first Father's Day ever. So, you know, I'm going big on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want a PlayStation 5. Spend all your money. Yeah. Yeah. Something, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. He was like, what kind, what kind of, uh, what was it? Cologne. He was like, what kind of cologne you want? Oh, you want this picture for the podcast room and all this stuff? And I'm like, hey, man, that's like, you know, $50 or whatever. He's like, it doesn't matter. I got it. So I'm like, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm about to bang you over the head. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good, man. That's good, man. Uh, to all the other fathers out there, you know, and that's doing their thing, you know, take care of the kids, man. Happy early Father's Day to you if you listen to it this week. And of course, we'll thank you again next week. So happy cash household father. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it yeah. out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, bro? <laughs> uh, man, this week just been, yeah, uh, we got to make that final trek, our last uh, pilgrimage down the 
Orlando. So just getting stuff ready, starting to pack up. I'm about to move down there. I got another another week and a half, and then we'll be going down that way. Perfect. Ain't nothing like so, being in your own space. Should be everything should still be good. I think we got to plan out everything accordingly. But if we don't, y'all may have cash for a single episode in that last little midst of the the final move to get into the to the new spot. But uh, I think I think we'll we'll have everything set up where you ain't gonna have to do that, man. So <laughs> even though you do carry those episodes pretty well, and I think like with NBA stuff, we can get somebody on. To oh yeah, fill in. yeah, we can get somebody yeah. on talk talk noise about a few albums. So. You know we we got we got plenty of supporters, so don't don't stress you out, don't stress yourself yeah. out rather. Man, the good that you mentioned that. Speaking of supporters, we want to first thank our Patreon supporters. Appreciate y'all, definitely, definitely appreciate y'all. That money goes a long ways of helping out the production of this podcast and uh, all the background uh, things and subscriptions we got to pay for. Y'all help us fully cover those, so really do appreciate that. But uh, we also had some little bit of growth on the YouTube side, right? Yeah, yeah. I think since we put out that uh, controversial Lloyd Banks video, it done shot up about 20 people. So shout out to Prez for not liking the Lloyd Banks album because it's been gold, man. It's been booming. I think we got like 20, 40. Well, no, no. About, we almost hit 300 yeah. subscribers. So, you know, I think we like on 299. So if you're watching this for the first time, please hit that subscribe button. Get us to 300. We doing that slow growth, but we'd rather get real growth, real organic movement rather than buy followers and, and shell out dollars. We we hoping that our talent and you guys rocking with what we do shines through each and every week. But speaking of Patreon, if you're looking on YouTube, you see the ticker www.patreon.com forward slash DSE underscore podcast. We have three different tiers. Welcome to the couch. That gives you early access. We got the get comfortable tier where you get a monthly bonus episode, monthly shout out, plus pretty much everything in the previous tier. And then the top tier club night with your boys. You also get to produce an episode, give some, you know, with within reason, some subjects, topics we could talk about. And we'll work with you to get it on. If you want to come on, we'll bring you on. So that's pretty much what Patreon is about. So proud to pay campaign to support us and get this thing to new heights. Okay. Now yep. that I'm looking at this and I'm seeing the, the little ticker that we got at the bottom. Can we throw the Patreon people name up in there? Can it be up in there? Oh, yeah. We, for sure. Screen. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'll definitely hit them up. See if they want to be named. Or we or nicknamed, and we'll, we could definitely put them in one of the tickers for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that'll be pretty cool. Uh, so <laughs> I think let's start there. What we was talking about? You said uh, we had a little uptick because of the controversial my take on there, whereas I I, I didn't feel like <laughs> <laughs> the spotlight is some yours, kind of, brother. Some kind of way it got translated as I hated the album, and that's not where it was going. So <laughs> I don't know how it went down that that road, uh, but hey, my my take was way off of, according to a lot of people. So uh, me and you got discussing, and we was talking about other albums and things like this, and artists, and you feel strongly about some artists too, but you don't you you come across the same way. It's like they're not they're not horrible artists. They're not putting out trash music. It's just not in your realm. Or, or what you prefer because there are other 
artists doing it at a top tier level for that type of rap and you in your personal tier list those artists don't fall in that top five so when when it comes around to them dropping a project you would rather go back and listen at those other artists that you feel are truly killing it in that realm um and i think <laughs> very similar that's why i came across on the lord banks i so i was honest i'm a lapsed listener on his music uh i haven't caught his full catalog uh but that shouldn't be reason why i can't speak on his current album that i just listened at it is what i heard right at this point uh i i, I could bring to the argument to the table that uh jim jones I'm not a, a, a huge Jim Jones fan. I'd have heard his music. I'd have heard it here and there. I haven't heard his full catalog. But when you told me about El Chapo, man, when I went there and listened to that, I forgot all about his other catalog that I didn't like because that was such a great body of work that he had put out. And it got it gained me as a fan for Jim Jones, somebody I Back in the day, I was just like, man, you talking about the baller dude? Yeah, he got a hit here and there, but I mean, like, he ain't really killing it. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, he, he it seemed like he humbled himself and got better at his craft. And this was that all that growth over the years personified, like in, in one album. And if you think I got to go listen at a whole catalog of somebody to catch their gems up in there, that means they facilitating or, or arranging their album correctly and their music to put out the best project. You got to think every time that you put out, you got to grab new audience. You got to grab those laughs listeners. You want to make sure it is a complete fire product. I'm pretty sure he probably say that, but just off the arguments I got back from everybody else, y'all saying this other is better stuff on his other albums. It's not my fault as a laughs listener. Like when you say this right here should be fire, I'm expecting fire. I'm not expecting. I got to go listen at 30 other albums just to get a stronger appreciation for this every time it comes out that's why you gotta you gotta show improve each time it should be there it should be there if you're top tier you're top tier every damn day you know what i mean not on occasion i can take a freestyle here that you may have been off but like when you're coming out with a full body project it's it should i should be preaching to the high heavens like this dude's a top tier artist but I can't do that with that. It, his his the delivery was off. The the pen was there, the lyrics was there. No emphasis, no 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 change in tone on the songs and things like that is what kind of got me and you know over 18 songs. I think it was 18 songs, right? Yeah, 18 songs I kind of dwindled out. So between you and me, what I was saying is that you kind of talked yourself into a hole by saying you was a lapsed listener. So you gotta know that people gonna attack that. Like if you haven't listened to the projects as they come out and be like, you know what? All right, that one ain't for me. We won't listen to that. That one ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you give me smoke this and stuff, and we'll get into that later. You give me smoke this and stuff every single time he come out. I listen to it. Um, likewise, Larry June that we have coming up. Every time he come out, Iggy lets us know from our uh, our homie Iggy from Iggy Loud Mouth Podcast. He let us know. And I got countless other friends that like certain type of artists. I'll give them a chance. That way, if they do have a Jim Jones moment, like you mentioned, then I'm here for it when it happens and I could champion it 
when it does get right. But I also got enough history with the artist to still speak on past regressions, so to speak. You know what I mean? So that's what I was saying behind the scenes off the mic that, yeah, you did talk yourself into, in my opinion, having your theory poked to it. Now, do I agree with it now that, now that you delivered that response? Absolutely. Like, you do have to show and prove. If you did anything to fade, and, and of course, Lloyd Banks kind of went away for a little bit, and he would only throw his stuff out there. And sometimes you had to know the joint was out by word of mouth and or be with the underground of the underground type people, you know what I'm saying? Or else you didn't know. You, you had to be a fan. So it, it's a give and take. You know what I'm saying? It's a give and take with it. It's at the end of the day, it's opinions and we go back and forth. We're talking this noise all the time. So that's all I was saying. That's why I was laughing. But at the end of the day, that type of controversy makes the pod, the podcast, because we have to disagree at some point we have to disagree. And it came with a, a artist that I really rock with. I was a, this artist that you're a lot more forgiving of press when they have uh okay album, but you still give them a little bit of benefit of doubt. It's certain artists that we all do that with. I can't pinpoint who it is for you, but where they come out with an okay album, but you give them a benefit of doubt to go back to the next one. I remember who you said yesterday in a conversation. Uh, you you talking about like Willie the Kid, like Willie I the Kid, Willie the Kid a lot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I understand that everybody else don't like that style of rap and how how he goes about. So. It ain't something I'm constantly, and I'm like, I'm going to champion. That Uptown XO was one of them that we just reviewed last week that I said, like, hey, I go and listen to his stuff, and I know for a fact, like, everything that he put out is not fire. So I'm only going to bring up what I think are good products or, or good projects that's worth, uh, that I think other other people would like to listen to as well. It's something him experimenting and stuff like this. And it's just like, eh, it's not, it's not quite that. It's not, it's not a great body of work. It's, it's, it's okay. It's not, it's not great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, but, and this is something that I will gloss over, but I'm going to check for his next product because I like, I really loved one of his previous products. You know what I mean? Where I know, I done told you about this album some several times and you still just like, yeah, whatever it is, whatever. It's not going to be your, your catalog of people that you're going to check for. You never heard anything else about uh, Uptown X. So I know you haven't listened to the other albums cause I haven't never brought it up, but I brought this one back up and I brought that other first one back up and you listen to them. You got appreciation for it. same thing. Like with that Lloyd Banks, it's like nobody I knew were champion those things at the time when it was relevant so lost sight of where he was in his career now that he's coming back he came back on a couple other songs he started teaming up with these other artists getting his name back out there and that's how i'm aware of this other one in those 15 years tell me the song that he's been on on somebody else track that was fired that had, had me had to go think like man lord banks man i gotta go find his other product well, that's moving the goalposts, in my opinion. However, I will say in the last 15 years, the last thing that he had that was really dope that had other people on it was Beamer, Benz, and Bentley. You know what I mean? That people actually rock with it, was in the club. It, it did very well. As far as him being featured on stuff, I'm not sure that's what I would make the criteria for a reason why you would have to listen. 
I think a lot of people. No, no, no. I, I, no, no. I ain't. I ain't gonna make it a criteria why I have to listen. I'm saying how he. I'm. I'm giving you the how he fell out of my. Okay. Uh, he fell out of your consciousness. View. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like because he wasn't in these other ones, and I wasn't actively checking for him. You know what I mean? At a certain point, and but I know where y'all where where you're from, New York, and everything. Like you still talk to people, so somebody probably brought it up in my circles. His name never came back up. I can respect it. I so, can respect it. <laughs> until until he started recently on this recent promo tour he's been doing and like you've been featured and people talked about him. So hey, I hey, Lord Banks putting out another album. You never knew he had all these other ones because it hasn't been promoted as much with the people that I hang around or the area I've been in. Feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But with that said, we are both worldwide world travelers. You're from Huntsville, Alabama. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I haven't lived in Brooklyn, New York. Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. I live in Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn, New York coming up. I left at 18. You left at 18. We world travelers. So we really ain't that regionalized unless somebody from back home says it or somebody that's a, that's a Lloyd Banks fan. So I'm not that hot and heavy on, oh, yeah, Lloyd Banks, you got to listen. It has to be the best thing. I gave my critique, too. The production, the lo-fi quality, the beats didn't have that punch, but he didn't. He doesn't have that backing. You know what I'm saying? So nine times out of ten, he probably got beats just like anybody else got, you know, that's doing their thing independently, you know, so to speak. Some people have better internal processes that have better engineers, that have better producers that just do the sound portion well. I think if that would have been done a lot more well, then I would have rated it even higher than I had it. 18 songs was too much, in my opinion, but it didn't sound like filler on there. And he had a long delay in from the last time you heard him, so you can kind of understand that. And the same thing that has happened with the most recent albums from the more popular artists. Migos had, what, 19. Polo G had 20. So I'm starting to see a resurgence in that, you know, and the deluxes that that come out. So at the end of the day with me, Prez, what really matters is if the shit is good. If the shit is good, I'm not complaining at all. I'm not saying it's too long because I'm enjoying it whether it's long or short. So the shit got to be good at the end of the day. And these are just opinions. These are debates, whatever you want to call them. This is the type of shit me and Prez argue about. I just was poking fun at them <laughs> all week yeah. and laughing about it as the numbers went up. We can hang out. We can enjoy certain stuff together. But everything that you find entertaining is not entertaining to me. And that's 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 the in just in all be all of it right there just like hey you got your opinion you feel that way about it i understand uh he did nothing to deter me from like saying like bankston fell off or anything like that it just yeah, it's another banks album that's that's how i felt about it like it wasn't it wasn't something to say hey this right here is top top album of the year it wasn't in those talks for me personally I've- and I, and I feel you. I, I take it with a grain of store. salt. I'm still going to give you shit at, as this album comes up. As I'm sure with the mid-year wrap-up, I know your ass. And I know you're going to bring it back up. I, I know, <laughs> I know you're going to bring it back up in some way or another with our mid-year award show that starts next 
Tuesday. So the Tuesday, what, the 22nd, right? Correct? 22nd uh-huh. is when the next episode comes out, June 22nd. So depending on the subject and the topic with our mid-year hip-hop and R&B awards, I, I think Prez is going to snake me and, and we got a overrated album category and I think Prez is going to try to sneak that Banks in there, but <laughs> if he does, oh, we you're going to hear about Banks we, we again. Gotta talk. We're going to hear him talk. Hey, hey, but uh, <laughs> you know, I have come around and you've come around to some certain albums later on. Oh, yeah, for line. sure. Your first, uh, your first take on it sometimes is just like the mood that you're in or whatever. It's like it wasn't the, purpose, uh, the perfect setting for you to actually do it, especially on weeks where you got multiple albums coming out. If something outshine that one, like that kind of like <laughs> sways your opinion a little bit because you like, man, this is fire right now. But as the year go on, that could switch and balance itself back out. And you can, your your second take on the album could be different, which can I, I know I, over the time of the podcast, I'd have did that for a couple of different albums where I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. And then at the end of the year, it's like, oh, this is my top album of the year. I know I wasn't feeling it then. Three months later, I went back and listened to it. Loved it. <laughs> Fair enough. And y'all don't understand what we go through to have to review these albums and give you something much more than just some BS gloss over. Like we're trying to give you a feeling, a mood. We can be in a, a bad mood, not necessarily want to listen to Amigos album or Polo G or get something like a Sky Zoo. We may not be in any of those moods to listen to that music that particular week. We may want to just continue to listen to an ESTG or what's another young do- dude, young dirt. I mean, little dirt, yeah, or little dirt, little baby. Little baby. I may be wanting to listen to that, but ransom drop, Sky Zoo drop, uh, Lloyd Banks. So you got to shift your mind to listen to it, and you may not have the optimal settings. Like I can come up here and listen to it. I can go ride in my car, but if I don't have nowhere ready to go to. It's those different settings, going outside, being around people, listening to music loud and just at the kickback or whatever, hookah spot, wherever you at, there's different settings and different moves that you got to listen to different artists where you may feel some shit a little bit more. Like if you, we're not single, but I know if I'm out with my boys that's single and it's playing some shit and, you know, everybody's doing their thing, hollering at the ladies, Larry June is in the background or just whatever in that, in that vein. It's going to hit a little different, you know? So with that said, it's kind of hard to do these reviews sometimes and give you guys stuff that's worthwhile. And sometimes you got to call it like, like you see it, man, right down the middle and say, this ain't good, you know? So yeah, that's it. But I think we went on and on and on about that, man. Just the but recap. I, I think it went on the, when it went over the review process and what we, how we come about it. So I think y'all got a little bit more insight into what we're doing. We rarely, rarely get just one listen of an album and then come out and do a review. If, if we only got one listen, we're going to hold up and wait till the next week. So when we say, and this is our initial review, it's our initial over a couple of days, couple of different, different type of settings, type listen. It's not, a one album listen. We rarely do that because people can get it wrong. Like I said, if you're in that wrong mood, that wrong setting, you can get it totally wrong. So we try to listen to each one like two or three times, which takes a little bit more time, uh, a little bit more of our time. And we still have families and stuff. So, And like I said, Prez, we want to be the sports center of this thing. And sometimes, you know, Stephen A. Smith's of the world and all the respected analysts, Shay Sharp and everybody else, 
they watch a game. They come back the very next day within hours and have to have some analysts. Of course, they got help behind them. Same thing with these albums. They drop on a Friday. We record on a Sunday. We edit on Monday. And sometimes we record on Monday. So if we get an extra day to listen to certain albums, it, it just really just depends. So it, it's tough, but we, we want to do thorough analysis. We can't play music on audio. We can't show it to you on video if we want our YouTube stuff to, to kind of pop. You know what I mean? We just giving you the behind the scenes so you guys kind of know that we have to be very descriptive with our words and really listen to the music to give you guys something to go listen to because we love this hip hop shit. And for our older listeners and our friends that are listening and they know who they are that don't really go to music, we got to give them, got to give them that sauce so that you can go back to it and, and rock out to it. So, but yeah, 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 that, that's just where I'm at with the review process, man. And I know we went on and on press, but uh, I mean, I don't know where you want to go. Do you want to stay in music? Do you want to ship to sports? Talk Let's about go with these. the culture first. All right, cool, cool. So we'll be right back and discuss um, NFL contracts and the versus battles that are upcoming. All right, Cash. Uh, so we got some more verses coming out. We just had the Tim and versus Swiss, and then we got two more planned up for the next coming week, right? Basically in the next week or so, right? Yeah, yeah. On the 16th, I believe you got E versus Trina, which is a weird matchup. And then you got the granddaddy of them all. I mean, Shad Moss and Soldier Boy. I can't wait, man. I'm not I'm not trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not. Man. I'm not. I, 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 I like, can't wait. I, I get it. Like I'm gonna like, be entertained. Out of those child rappers of that era who who owned the sound like during they little time, like those are the two that I would think you know could possibly go up against each other. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, early early odds, I'm gonna say uh, Mr. One Hundred Six and Park gonna lose this one, man. I what? think uh, Soldier Soldier man, he had a movement, man, like with those little things and like some of his songs. I still <laughs> they're catchy. <laughs> you still, still listen rock. to them? Go yeah. ahead and say it. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say. It's, I still listen to, but I'm saying like when they they're, they're catchier type songs and they rock. So like when they come on, you don't turn it off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running away from it. So, uh, uh, I, I think Soldier actually actually comes out with as the victor on that, and he's gonna entertain. You know, he's a little bit more. <laughs> he he has those. He has more moments moments can i say uh then i think bow wow has but bow wow was on breakfast club and he was talking about all the remixes that he's on that low-key were big songs that we keep forgetting about like so oh i think they like me i think he was on the remix to that and then there's a few other joints some some stuff with jagged edge that he's on a remix on that were really big songs so Bow Wow may yeah, have he some joints. He messed up. He, he may messed have up. You don't show your hand before the match. Like, hey, come he's out selling, there. He's selling the fight. He's selling. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was already sold. I think like, hey, Soldier War gonna be on there versus this person. Hey, I'm in. I mean, yeah, you didn't. You didn't have <laughs> like, to say much more. You didn't have to say much more because I just know these two dudes are, are way too talented in ter- in terms of their showmanship. Like, say what you want about their music, them being child stars. Uh, I give props where props is due, man. Like, for, 
for Bow Wow to be, well, Shad, for him to still be able to be doing what he's doing at this point and still sustaining a career somehow. It may not be music, but he's morphed into being a bit of a businessman and the different shows he's been on that he's kind of made pop a little bit. And then Soldier just keeps finding ways to make money, man. Like, <laughs> I just saw him on Twitch freestyling. Like, I was just scrolling through Instagram. I saw him on Twitch spitting a freestyle to Rick and Morty. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, Soldier, I found another lane. Like, and then I talked to, <laughs> talk to my kid, right, about it. And he's like, yo, that's what he does, dad. Like, he's, like, super huge on Twitch. Had no idea. <laughs> had no, I idea. had no, idea. no idea. So he's killing it on Twitch, playing video games and shit like that. So, you know, the boy will find endless streams of money. And I just think that they're, they're too talented and too much a showman to, to let us down on, on this versus, man. But so, yeah. so I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah. But um, what about the Eve and Trina, man? How, how do you feel about that matchup? Do you feel like Eve should have got Trina? I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to think of the songs that Eve had that was clap. I'm, and like two or three come to mind, but like enough to carry a fool. Mm, oh, we'll see. yeah. So that's she, that's where she I'm may opposite. be the one that's the one that's featured and and maybe the one like the but I just know down south so Trina with yeah, yeah, Trick Dad yeah. and all them like all those songs got a lot more play so I'm I'm more uh, versed in her catalog than Eve so oh man so you got let me blow your mind by Gwen Stefani who's that girl remember that joint mm-hmm. Gangsta Loving yeah. with Alicia Keys got a man. Well, we're, I'm I'm just looking off title right now, and of course it's timing out on me. But you got the Rough Riders anthem remix that she could come yeah. on. Is this that's just five because my iPad isn't working and my internet sucks. Oh, Love Is Blind, you got that scenario two thousand. Yeah, man, she got some stuff. She got some could stuff be, with could be. with uh Missy. Ain't ain't got no dough. She got some joints on here, man. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I know Trina got some some things. Too, she got as those far as party jams, man. Like she got that like those type of music, and uh, so I think <laughs> uh, depending on the stage and where they at <laughs> and how she can keep it flowing, she may win on, on presentation wise. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at these these songs right now for Trina. I. Yeah, I don't know if you know I'm off the the back of your hand and stuff like that. A lot of these I just don't I don't know, man. And yeah, that that's probably from outside of the, the Trick Daddy in the first album that she had, where she was with Slip and Slide Heavy. I don't yeah, I don't remember much. So that's why I think it's just two different ballparks in terms of catalogs, man. I don't even know if she got a smooth ten, to be honest with oh. you. But well, no, I tell you what, I'm intrigued to watch just to hear how it goes and how how it turns out. Yeah, I haven't watched the live one in a minute, so I think for these two, I, I'm going to watch because I wanna I wanna hear Eve and I wanna see her get her flowers while you know she deserves it because she's definitely one of those female those women MCs that get lost in the sauce, but she really held it down, especially coming out of the Rough Riders camp, like that's. Yeah. That's crazy to me that she came out of the Rough Riders camp and bodied it, wrote her own lyrics, held her own. The fellas always 
championed her. So, and, and when she got on the mic, it was similar to kind of like Nicki Minaj now. It always was a dope-ass verse, and you couldn't tell the difference between her and the guys. And I know we do that often, but I just want to say that I'm more familiar with her. I'm not trying to shit on Trina, but I just think she got she got she got some things with her, man. I don't think either one of them have 20, to be honest with you. But hey, that's we, we that's what we was coming at. So <laughs> you 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 think that Eve got it, and I think that Trina got it. So that that's what we talk about when we talk about age, just different perspective, just from where you was at and what you was uh what was was thrown in your view, you know? Yeah, because that definitely was like from where we was raised, because they were out when we were still in high school to our yeah. early twenties, like really popping. So, but yeah, looking forward to that versus Trina versus Eve, June sixteenth, and the following week. I don't have the date, but I will look it up right now. Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow, June twenty sixth. So y'all check that out. Versus we love what Swizz and Tim is doing. If you want to hear how we felt about Swizz and Tim's battle, go check out episode 111. We break that down and, and let y'all know. And Chris pretty much talks about Timberland's belly and really needing to work out. So that's that's the that's the gist of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. So what's next, man? Yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. exactly what everybody will take away from it, too. <laughs> what else I said that I talked about myself in it. <laughs> All right, man. So, yo, yo, lead us into this uh, NFL contracts with Brandon Copeland. Yeah. So uh, as far as podcasts go, you know, we listen to other podcasts uh, on the weekly. And uh, one of them is Earn Your Leisure. You know, they're, they're great on what they're doing, I think, as far as teaching uh, financial literacy. Uh, and they had their guests that they have come on, you know, in different avenues, just op- open your eyes about different stuff that, you know, kind of being de- uh, the taboo type topics and, and things. And this week they had on uh, Brandon Copeland, Brandon Copeland, uh, with the he was a member of the New York Giants. He's from New York and everything. And uh, he played with several other teams uh, that he names up and through in the, the interview. But he went in detail. Uh, about NFL contracts and how they are uh, not what we take them as and how how little amount of money that the NFL athletes can actually make and do take home on a yearly basis, even when we hear that million, two million, $20 million that's thrown out there. For me, man, it was crazy. So he said, I got a brief breakdown and y'all going to have to listen to it. So he said, he got signed at one point for one point two million. He ended up actually making thirty five to forty k when it was all said and done. He made the team. Got well. He got drafted. Went all the way to what? Like he went from getting drafted to he made the team. Was at the the practice, the OTAs, the rookie mini camps, and and stuff like that, and training camp rather. And then the preseason, but got, right before the but season. got cut. Yeah, got cut four games into the season. So he went from being on track to make some of that one point two million because it's never guaranteed to get and chopped down to the practice squad, right? So now you're making seven hundred dollars on the practice squad per week, and then that's for the preseason, right? But that's four hundred dollars with taxes. Then he went to within the season. Season you're making like seventy five hundred, but that gets with taxes. 
chopped down to about four grand. And then the other thing that I knew about, but I didn't really know about the small differences within the city tax and the state tax on your check. You know what I mean? So he was talking about playing in Detroit and the city of Detroit had something and the Mich- and Michigan state had something. So you get taxed twice, even though they didn't practice in Detroit, they practice in Michigan. So it was like a whole lot of stuff that it gets broken down to where these NFL guys don't, don't really get as much as you think like that big contract you, you get initially if you're first or second rounder, it may buy you a year or two, but after that, it's just, it's tough sledding, bro. It's tough sledding. So, well, what did you yeah. take out of it? Uh, so the, like some of these convos and stuff that we didn't heard, we didn't heard like people drop little gems here and there, but it's like never all put into one solid convo, and that's what I liked about this. It was like one solid convo that was about just the contracts and how how it works out. So. Those little piece of nuggets where you may have called and somebody happened there like, man, I hate playing in uh, in Cali because they tax more. So, okay, I, I grasp. They tax more in the state to state. But him sitting there and focusing on it, breaking it down that, no, if you play, if your game is in Cali that week, you're getting Cali taxes on that whole week, even though you may only be out there for a day or two, like you were saying, and on that Detroit thing. And then uh, by – you got to be five years in before your contract is fully guaranteed. Uh, as far as like you, you got to be for full to be guaranteed. You have to make the team. So once the season starts, that's when your contract is like fully guaranteed. If you still, if they put you on the team and you're past the five year, but you still get cut during the preseason, you don't get none of that. So that was that was eye opening. And then the 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 thing that really caught me was just like, bro, he said when they late, that fine was like a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah that thirteen thousand dollar fine. Uh, he said, thir- I think thirteen hundred. Uh, he said, oh, he said thirteen thousand, bro. Bro, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote that shit down. <laughs> I said thirteen k. What is showing up late? What kind of shit late. is that? So he said, like, is that is why the athletes try to stay so close to the training facilities and always trying to find somewhere close because every time they're late, that's money out their pocket. So even if they, uh, like he was explaining, like his wife and stuff stayed when he was playing in New York, they stayed like forty minutes away, but he would still get apartment closer for when he going out during the week because you can't afford to be late. It's just cheaper to have the other apartment and pay that monthly than risk turn up being late because that's like you you mess with the money for the whole month. <laughs> yeah. <that> so <laughs> real. I, I just couldn't imagine that. I was like, eh, hey, people complain and like, but you'd have been late one time, maybe twice. Right, right. But you imagine ain't you ain't suffering you no thirteen thousand dollar fine. Shit. <laughs> I forget I forget my hat at the crib about every other week. You know what I'm saying? Gotta go yeah. back. I can't imagine if that was a thirteen thousand dollar fine. Shit, I'd have hats in my car, <laughs> if, at my work. <laughs> Everywhere, man. So but yo, also, yo, the one thing, Prez, that I found that was pretty ruthless <laughs> is he was at a charity event, right? Went through the whole charity <laughs> event. <laughs> the 
And then they cut him right after the chariot ran. Hey, we're going to need the, the playbooks back, man. Keep in shape. We're going to give you a call back. There's always a place for, here, for you here. The Ravens. <laughs> Savage. Bro, I would have, oh, man. man. I fell out with I just, that. Like, you couldn't tell me that before I went and just, you know, told all these kids that, hey, yeah, I'm a Baltimore Ravens. No, no, I'm not. He said, hey, he said something that was very true, man. Hey, you ain't you ain't on the team till you on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to make it through a certain part of the season, for real, for real, to, like, feel comfortable. Like, they was like, you should never feel comfortable unless you, like, that top 1% on the team. Other than that, everybody's expendable. It's just an interesting pod. I mean, EY, uh, Earn Your Leisure always put on a very interesting pod anyway. But, I mean, this is a little bit outside of the norm of what they usually talk about. Uh, falls in how we would fall into sports a little bit. Gave us a little bit more insight. Suggested just check it out if you got some extra time. Um, like I said, Earn Your Leisure podcast. Uh, I don't know which episode it was, but it's it's recent. They just put this out recently. So Yeah, it came out on June 11th, so this past Friday. So if you check that out, you, you can't miss it. And then it rolls into like a full episode. So it's a snippet of it, which is 25 minutes. Then they have a full episode with him on there talking about the rest of his businesses and how he's helping out other NFL players get their money right in terms of investments and, and not investments, but just getting into um, buying houses and real estate and things of that nature. So dope pod, check it out. All right, man. So, I mean, a lot has changed in the last week. You know, the Nets pretty much got a fight out of the Bucks, man. So they're down. They're up 2-1. It was a weird fourth quarter. I don't know if you got a chance to catch that game. Nobody couldn't buy a bucket. Buy a bucket, yeah. It was a low scoring. Well, it's not even as low scoring. It's lower than what we're used to in this era. But it was like That was like 90s something. basketball, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very much so. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a nice change of pace, nice change of pace, made the game that much more exciting. Uh, you know, if one side wasn't hitting, it, it would be a problem. It's like, oh, bro, they can't shoot, not say it, but both sides like missing. It was like, Ooh, who who going to get on the tap first? You know what I mean? So, so who do you have winning? Cause they're playing like as we speak or they're uh, about to start their game. Actually, I still find think the net will come out of there. Is uh, upsetting that Harden, you know, got the injury that he got. I don't know. Have they said how long it's going to be yet? Uh, he was practicing today, so they still haven't given any word. But I know Jeff Green is back tonight. I mean, but what does that really mean? Like, is he really injured? Injured? Because I mean, yeah. is he going to come back and pull a KD on us? You know, his ankle <laughs> was messed up, and he had like one quarter or. And then he was done again for the rest of the season. So yeah, yeah, um, I don't know. I think they I, I may like keep him out. I like that he got some fight in him, though. I like that he got some fight in him, and he he's pushing, trying to push through it. Last longer than uh, Antonio Davis. I said Antonio, Anthony Davis. <laughs> you don't even you don't even remember your man's name no more. Nah, right. nah. <laughs> so look, I got that, I got that half ass performance, man. If I'm a betting man, I gotta say Brooklyn smokes their boots tonight. Like, I got to say it because I think they got to be so freaking upset. KD especially. Like, why why is Brown taking that layup? It's kind of similar to that. It's eerily similar to that game 
that we was talking about with the Lakers a couple of weeks ago where it was some bum on your squad that was taking the last shot. And we were like, yo, who? Why? Yeah. Get the ball <laughs> to the guy. To you the know ball. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. I, I think they I think they they kill him tonight, man. Even if Giannis has a great game, I, I think KD and Kyrie come out killing. And I think the addition of Jeff Green is definitely going to make things a lot more smoother. That way, Blake can go all out on defense, which he's been playing phenomenal right now as mm. far as just like dunking the ball, defending and and being a star in his role, you know what I mean. So I, I'm. It's great to see the transformation of a, a all star, all NBA player, just turn into a role player and really star in that role. Like you got to know he he humble, he humble for that damn that championship, and he could smell it. You know, LeBron is out of it. Uh, it's it's pretty much anybody's championship, man. And, and from the looks of it, it's Brooklyn's to lose at this point. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's move um, on to the next series, man. The Suns that the beat Sun? your Lakers, right? <laughs> what 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 do you got going on with the the Nuggets? Do they make do they have the sweet? I why had to, I had to, I had to put it talk in there. about the Nuggets. <laughs> hey, Suns that beat your Lakers. Hey, they about. Uh, to... I don't I don't think they got it in them. I I think the Suns are man. They they're, they're rolling. They they on a nice little run. Uh, when does it stop? Uh, Depends on which team they they playing. If, if they have uh, Utah coming out of there, I think that's when they run into like a, a real fight. If it's the Clippers coming out of it, mm, they're gonna keep going. <laughs> but, you know, it depends on what. If the Clippers come out of it and they face them, it depends on what type of Kawhi they can get. You know what I mean? Because he got that. Are same, they gonna get Game Three Kawhi? That what you're talking about? Game three, not game Kawhi. one and two, because they just seem to give up two two games to everybody. Toronto, yeah, Toronto series, Kawhi. Like if they gonna get that guy with that look in his eye, to where you're not stopping me, regardless, I'm shooting this ball. And that game three, PG, like you just he just has to make good decisions, but he has to be aggressive because then the defense is gonna honor that. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll start playing him and respecting him to take the shot. And then that's going to open it up for the rest of the guys to either step up or, you know, or they're going to take the L. But I like aggressive Paul George. Like, go get yours, big dog. Like, like live up to the name. Like, I still respect him as a hooper. Like, I know we get all of the jokes off on him. But that dude, that dude is dead nice. And he, he just has to be aggressive, man. Like, you out of the bubble. Get out your head, man. Get out your head. So yeah. I'm not sure, but to answer that, man, I think the Nuggets come out and get one. I don't think the MVP gets swept. Um, I, I'm hoping the MVP doesn't get swept, man. But I, at this point, Perez, I really think that that missing Jamal Murray has come to haunt them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they've lasted. The fact that they've lasted this long is crazy to me. Like they but, got shooters, man. They got shooters. Yeah, they do, but like I hats off to to the Joker, man, for just one hell of a season and, and winning that MVP because he deserves it because damn, losing 23, 24 points a game, that ain't easy. And, you know, we praised Michael Porter Jr. at the beginning, you know, for that lat that stretch run in that first round series, but where's the milk carton? 
Damn, I, I started to bring it up. Here. The man ain't <laughs> been seen, bro. <laughs> he ain't been seen in this series. And if they yeah. if they don't want to get get swept and want to get a gentleman's sweep, everybody got to come out, man, with desperation. And but if if it's any team that I could trust to get a win or possibly two, it's the Nuggets, man. They proved it last last season in the playoffs, and I, and I think they could do it again, man. They just starts by winning one game, man. All right, last last two. 76ers at the Hawks. Does this thing get evened up, man? Like, do, do we have a chance of really having a series here or has Doc Rivers figured them out? I'm not going to bet against old Trey. Nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Every time I want to, he come out and just, like, show me a new animal, new beast, like, in, on that court, man. So, uh, Hawks, I don't think should have been this far, but they are. So, uh, we, we, wait and see, wait and see on this one. I'm not, I'm not completely sold, and I can't completely like just say that you know, that they're gonna lose it all. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, I, I want to see a long series, press. I'm, I'm with you, man, and I, I love what Trey's doing, but it seems like. They've been able to neutralize him to a certain extent. And then with Hunter's injury going out, that that had to have knocked them off a little bit. So I I think what Doc is doing defensively with them, it I think Philly goes heads and goes up 3-1, man. Um, yeah, they, they out their league. They're out their league in this series defensively, defensively. So I, I think they're gonna clean it up a lot with, with this one, man. So Philly goes up 3-1 tomorrow. And then um, last but not least, Jazz at Clippers game four tomorrow. Who do you got, man? Do you see the Clippers tying this thing up and, and making this a long series? You got Donovan Mitchell. He kind of, you know, looked a little injured towards the end of the game. And they kind of knocked him off that that war path he was on. So do you see more of what Kawhi and PG did, 34-31? Or, or what? What you no, see? What you see? Hell no. The Clippers are still the Clippers. I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, <laughs> I think just because the uniforms it was wearing uh, yesterday or the other day when, when the last game was played, the the black uniforms, I felt like why I felt like his old self, his younger self when he was back with the uh, Spurs. He just had just had one of those good moments. It's not going to last, though, you know? And uh, everybody on that Utah team can shoot. And they come. They've been doing it all season, every game. We have the spurts on the on the Clippers, so may I have one of those? I don't see them constantly repeating this. They they, it's been the story of the Clippers for the past two years. You know what I mean? They they best they should be. Yeah, they should be damn champions with the talent they have on the team. But they just take days off, and they take too many days off, and that's the, that's the problem. They'll never come with that killer in them every damn game, and especially in a playoff where you need it. So. Why are they constantly giving up two games and coming out playing like this? I, I I couldn't tell you. It drives me crazy that they're not starting off the series like that. I still think they're going to lose, but it'll be much more engaging. You know what I mean? Yo, so remember I said the thing about Blake Griffin earlier in Brooklyn and how he's starring in his role. It just seems to me that the Clippers have a lot of players that were once the guy or close to being the guy or just don't realize that they're not the guy and don't star in their roles outside of PG and Kawhi. So it's kind of at times you see certain guys jacking up 
shots that they shouldn't jack up and kind of getting out of the flow when you see a lot of one-on-one play. So I'm thinking if Kawhi and PG can do and and be as aggressive as they were for the rest of the series, Utah's going to have a long series because they have nobody to defend those two. Who are you going to put on them? Joe Ingles? Who's stopping them, like, defensively, if they really want to turn it on? No, nobody. I, I, I don't want to be – I'm not hating on them, but I'm just saying, like, they done showed us all season for the past two seasons that they don't have that in them. I would love for them to actually get that, but you're asking a lot. You're, you're like, asking for AD and LeBron to be healthy all season. The shit ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it just ain't. So – uh, even if they they manage to to toughen it out here, I don't see them. Con- they 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 not gonna continue on to the next series. They seem to just fall flat, and it's it's aggravating, you know, because you know how much talent is out there, uh, past and present. Like as you saying, the vets that's on there, and they, they get in their role. They you got to be able to jail and just come together and want to win as a champion, and they don't seem to. Uh, have that. I mean, Kawhi just seems like hey, he got his, and you can never get any true emotion out of him. I, I, the dude can't be like that, like all the time. I know the people close to him, like he he gotta have like a personality, right? Because like, yeah, who who was saying? I think you said it the other day, like when Kawhi dunk, like he don't even was emotional. No, he don't even like, show emotion. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 like how am I supposed to get hyped? Like he's. He don't have that presentation to it. You know what I mean? To add the flair, like, you know, the attitude that scares somebody. Like, after that dunk, if you come out there and you a little bit more aggressive, like, people, it, it, it can add a little bit more to it. You know what I mean? And I don't think that's why, like, they never scared him. Like, okay, he ain't going to do that again. Like, he's not. That's not him. Look at him. He, him, he looks surprised that he did it. <laughs> <laughs> he is who he is, man. Like, is he's been that guy forever, so. I don't know if they actually feed off of him or whatnot, but man, like what he provides when he when he determined to go get it, unmatched, man. Like he, but I don't know if that not injury, but I don't know if he got it in him just physically. You know what I'm saying? To to give a 34 four point outing or a 40 point outing and string those together, just just say hey. Let me put you on the back like in years past. There's a reason he was on that minutes restriction or just just a body restriction, mm-hmm. you know, in, in San Antonio, all the stuff that came with that. So, I mean, they did what they need to do all season, held them out when they needed to hold them out to be ready to go in the playoffs. So it's showtime. It's showtime. But you brought up an excellent point, and I, and I wanted to to talk about that. Utah has been as consistent as can be all year. Last year, they were pretty consistent in how they play basketball. They just tweak some things. You know what I mean? Like, and, and people be sleeping on them. Like, they've shot the, the highest three-point percentage, made the most threes in league history. You would think that would be Golden State. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, they got, they got it in them as far as consistency, and they not scared. They're not scared of the Clippers at all. So yeah. Clippers go down 3 1. It's a wrap going back to Utah. I don't I don't care what happens. I don't I don't think Kawhi, I don't think PG gonna show up to to bring it back 
to Staples Center. So with that said, man, it's do or die. This is as much as I know it's game four, but this is a do or die, man. Like you see, you make or break your season here because you're not coming back from three one. This team ain't. Yeah, if they if they get low down three one against Utah, they ain't. They ain't. There's no way in hell that they're gonna win that series. No, they don't have the makeup. They don't have put the all makeup. the money. I put all my money in Vegas on that. They go down three one. They ain't coming back. Like this ain't this ain't one of those other teams that they're playing. Like they they gonna lose one of those games. I only and bet on short like, things. I'm with you. And like I <laughs> and, and I know I know uh, Kawhi. He has that mentality. He has that where he can get it done and everything Quiet else. Quiet assassin. And I sure. know, and I know, PG is a great player too. As much as we joke around and stuff like this, but what I'm saying is like, I don't see their leadership to be, get everybody else involved. You know what I mean? Like they may be standing in the background. I'm saying it's not one of those up in your face like leadership present and where that you used to or that you see with those dynasties that we have like the jordans the lebrons the, the the kobe's you know what i mean like they don't have that mentality so it's just always if they win this i would still bet again that they're not going to win the next year you know what i mean because they don't seem to have that type of that drive it, they're athletes i get it they do it he goes out there work his ass off da, 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 da. but some people have that leadership trait that's just going to demand more of everybody else. And you, you, you used to seeing that aggressor on the, on the court and stuff like this. And I don't ever see it. from Yeah, man. So with that said, Prez, I'm, I'm really going to say that I still have the nets beating the bucks tonight and winning the series. 76ers should shut it down. They should take a commanding three, one lead. Although I would like to see more basketball from ice tray, but my my eyes and the way the last two games have been going, I just think it's trending towards they're figuring Atlanta out. And mm-hmm. nice, nice showing trade, but you got time to grow. Get y'all on up out of here. <laughs> Clippers, like I said, it's do or die. Do or die for the Clippers as early as a game four because this team, like you and I agree, they don't have the mental makeup to come back from a 3-1 deficit and wrapping it up. Suns at Nuggets. Chris Paul sees a clear lane to finally get a championship or to compete for one. And and this is as good as a team and scenario, especially being on the West Coast, to do it. Uh, Hottest team playing in the West and and right next to the Nets in the NBA right now. And that's left in the the playoffs. And they're, they're earning my respect by each one. But that's our NBA take. That's our NBA wrap up through game fours of the series for the second round. We'll be. All right. So you want to go ahead and take it over to the music real quick? Yeah, man. Let's let's get into one of the biggest albums that dropped this weekend in terms of just what everybody is listening to. So let's let's get into the Migos, man. I know people think that we just hippity hopped out and all we care about is just straight lyrics and no musical. Is it musicality a word? I don't know. I'm going to use it. Oh, I don't know, but it's <laughs> making a word. It is. I'm going to make it a word. But yeah, I don't know if people think that about us. I'm starting to think it, so maybe they do. I don't know. I'm like, man, you know, we got to diversify what we listen to. So Migos Culture 3, I know you and I both rock with all types of, you know, hip hop and, and music, man. So 
I'll leave the floor to you, man. What do you think about it off your first few listens? Man, my first my first listen when I heard it, man, I was just like, man, this is different. And I, I'm I'm liking it. You it's not different for them. Uh it's it's elevating. Like their their music is evolving and it's uh they they done came as much as they probably would go against it and saying they ain't as lyrical, they are more lyrical in this. And that's that's a big difference from when they first started. You know, it was more of in tune of just the party music. It just goes, goes. Now, uh, they even got a little bit more conscious with their words. And uh, this was evident on, like, they just recently did a freestyle, too. Oh, uh, somebody sent that to me. I don't know who did. But, yeah, they did a freestyle. And that that part of their artistry to, to start to shine a lot more. They to fine-tune what they was great at, making catchy tune the the chorus and everything that's been like that is refined to to they're one of the best at that and now their their lyrics are starting to catch up with that other portion so they're they're just all around good artists now yeah as i yeah. see it same same and here this and this album man i'm telling you it was just a great album like i i, I couldn't find no faults in it you know at all with me like i was just like and anybody who's still saying Migos is that da, 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 that sound and uh, not really no substance behind what they're saying, they they they're trying to hate the music at this point. Yeah, and and the whole mumble rap thing and all that that gotta die. That that gotta die right now with this album. The last album wasn't that good. Culture two, I I really didn't like outside of the singles. You know what I mean? The the album filler, which really makes you as an artist, it was it wasn't all that for me. But right out the gate, when I was listening to this press, man, I I, I gotta say, man, like honestly, Avalanche having all way straightening, like they came out the gate swinging, and and you might mm-hmm. like type shit with the uh, Cardi B, like you might even like that. Then they got a <laughs> Malibu with Polo G, and it just keeps. It keeps going, but I can see myself actually bobbing to the Cardi B and Apollo G, even those are not those two are not my favorite. Some of my favorite songs off of it, but like out the gate, it was like I was liking Avalanche when I heard it. Straightening still is my little anthem, and I I love how everybody got off on that. Especially, I can't even say especially Takeoff, but you know me, the third member of some of these groups often gets slept on as if they not nice in their own right and, and take off me saying some dope shit man i'm not i don't have all the bars written down it came out friday we recording this on a sunday but what i'm saying is they had more than enough joints on there where i either smiled i was like "Ooh, okay I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm digging that you know what i'm saying i'm digging that and you keep going throughout the whole thing like they got joints like Mahomes. they got what anti-social jane like it's a lot of bangers on here. <laughs> and ultimately, people are going to decide what these singles are, as they normally do with Migos and Future, Gucci Man, and, and people of that ilk. Like, the people always decide what the joints are. Specifically, a lot of the folks that are in the South, and then people who listen to them and like them. Like, they just going to pick those, man. So, like me, man, like you said, like it's hard to find a lot of faults. The only fault I will say is that 19 songs, 20 songs is a very long listen. And I found myself having listeners fatigue and it's only a little over an hour. 
So I think that precondition to some of these short albums or EPs rather, and then getting these long albums is like, it just depends on when you catch it. You know what I mean? But I know for one, even when albums with 10, 12, 14 songs, press, that was still a hard, that was a hard listen, especially if them songs were like four and five minutes. You know what I mean? Like it's hard yeah. to get through them. And when they're bad, it's a tough listen. But when it's good, I, I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. This is, this shit is banging throughout. And it, it came at the perfect time. These dudes, they did quarantine real well. They did quarantine well. They took the time. Focus came back with some bangers. Yo, Prez, tell me you ain't like that get in my car flip at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely like that. And, and Bitch, my wife had called me. She was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, when you mentioned the Cardi B, yeah. she was like, I thought you only must like Cardi B like that. Because I'd have played it multiple times. It's hard. Song just, it's a it's, hard. It's a nice song. Uh, it's hard. Whoever, whoever, like she performed on it. And I know people always talk shit about her getting her shit written. So what? She's a performer. We, we got to give that to her. But she delivered in terms of whoever wrote that shit. That shit is fire. Um, NBA young boy. I still calling him that. Um, but yeah, they, they went off on the 50 remake. Then they had the joint, the avalanche joint. I'm still like, you've heard that song done a lot. You know what I mean? Like that that beat, that flip. But yeah, they floated on the prayers. I, I just I like it, man. So I got yeah. Now, but you talking good about the, the intro, the intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Avalanche, yeah. avalanche. And, and, and that's that's what that's once again. If you're trying to like open people's eyes to new stuff, like on that intro, is like where you gotta set the tone for everything. And they did a great job of it. Just like it, it came out saying like, nah, we we ain't no slouch. You gotta. It's gonna be hard for you to find fault. It's gonna be hard for you to deny this. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. And they, yep. and, they, and, and also uh, the last thing I wanted to say. And then coming out with that that song right after that though, with the, the Drake. <laughs> Oof. Having that to follow that up. That. <laughs> yeah. There's no think... way you was turned off that album after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it like that. You you're locked in. You you like okay okay. Well, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. They're gonna have to have three or four bad ones after this. We just say, oh no. That song was so. Like, I could see myself rocking to that. I still go out. I still, when I'm able to get outside, I still go out and I still be in some of the same clubs, some of these young folks being from time to time. That shit gonna go regardless, regardless of where you play that. But what I was gonna say is they got different sounds on here too. It ain't just strictly just 808s and, and bass and shit like that. Like, they got some different songs on there. The Justin Bieber joint, that's out of here. Once they push that, that's going. Yeah. So it, it's it's gonna be there summer until you know Drizzy drop. But they they got one man as far as one of those those mainstream albums that you just you got to give it up. <laughs> you got to give it up. Got to give it up at some point. But yeah, that's that's. You got anything to say about Culture Three? Anything? Any last retakes? Songs you like? Um, takeaways? I would love to hear in the comments of people who still finding fault in Migos. Like, what are your problem with them now? Like, cause maybe like it's said, just not they, for them. They, they're they're well rounded artists now. Like, they, they have it all. So I, I I would love to hear your argument of why you still can't accept them. So yeah, I mean. So some people is just they not gonna be for it, and, and I know who those people are. They just not gonna be for it. But you know, to me, 
I can't hate on this. Like I'm listening objectively. I'm not listening to hate. So, I mean, or even if you don't like it, it's not hate. It just might not be for you. How about that? Because I hate when people do that. Like if you don't like something, yeah. I like it's hate. You hate not already. It's not hate. You just hey, like I said, uh, different moods, different people. Uh, it's the reason why we have so many genres of music. Uh, you can find what you like, and you know what's gonna motivate you or what's gonna uh, excite you. There Especially you in our hip hop genre, it's so many different ways you can go. Whoever you want to listen to, so. But yeah, we we highly recommend you guys pick this up. What's the what's the song? It's like, give me two or three that you rocking with. Uh, the Avalanche, the 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 Drake, uh, the Cardi B. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's up, man. Same, same here. I mentioned them as I was talking, so I won't repeat it. But that's Culture Three. Hey, y'all, y'all check it out. Let us know in the comments if y'all rocking with it. Y'all let us know on our social media if y'all rocking with it. Let us know, man. All right. So, press. With that said, we have another album. Which one do you want to go to? Smoke this or Sky Zoo? I think you know what for the people that's listening at home. I love Sky Zoo. I'm going to do a, a solo one. It's, I'm going to hit you in the head about 10 minutes, give you an in-depth review. I'm going to give you my favorite track. So we're going to do that. Prez has something he has to get out to. Larry June, we are going to touch on that possibly next week as well. So with that said, I know we said it earlier in the show, we're going to get to those. But let's let you guys know we're going to get to those later. So with that said, we're going to move on to Smoke Dizzer, the Hustlers catalog too. Yeah. So <laughs> this is going to be one of those things where I know people are going to come out and just like, if you're not smelling, uh, feeling smoke, this, 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 he didn't do nothing different outside the rim to pull you in even more. Uh, but this is a great project from smoke Dizzle, and I'm a smoke Dizzle fan. So, uh, <laughs> every, every minute of this, I I like, even though, like later on in the middle of the album, he had some more like singy songs and where he just rapped, but it was a lot of singing on it. And it was like, ah, didn't really care for it. Second, third listen, I was just like, nah, they, they, they smooth. They go and they fit in the album perfectly. Uh, then he goes back out on a uh, more lyrical content. His more lyrical, his, the spot where he got the most lyrical was at the end to, you know, finish it off and make sure that if that's what you was here for, that's what you got. And there was no doubt his his uh, skills was on full display on those songs. So uh, that was the one he had with like Jay Grams and the the Weber and Williams at the end. And yeah, the the I love the the chorus in Ramadan with uh, Benny the Butcher killed it. Uh, perfect tune for them. Uh, then I love the one that they had he had with uh oh what's his name. Uh, Davies, Davies, Grateful Pond, Grateful Pond, and and, (sighs) come on and say to start off, to start off, man, he got front and center. He got two artists that I don't really like care for their solo project: Westside Gun and Currency. Who and Big Steffa? What's that? I didn't hear you. (laughs) Westside Gun and Currency. Oh, oh, who who, who buy themselves when they do projects? I just said multiple times, I don't like they full projects. But man, when they paired up with a good artist, it like they, they come out and they kill their verses and no complaints whatsoever. I can only big them up and it's like it makes me like, why 
can't I sit through a full project of this? Because both of them are dope artists and, you know, very, very lyrical and, and, you know, amplifies a song. Both of them do. So I, I still don't know what it is with me, but that song, I, I hey, <laughs> I love that song on this album. So, But yo, some people you just not going to feel. And that's the same way I feel about Smoke Dizzle, man. Like, it's like everything he does in terms of the, the fashion, you know, the polo thing that he's known for for a while, the slick bars, him being able to just flat out rap like you can't say that he can't rap. He's just one of those guys that I never, I, I try his projects and I like it, but a lot of them don't have staying power for me. And, and I don't know why that is. And, and that's crazy to me that, you know, I can't give one of those guys. So you can't say I'm biased. I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. You can't say I'm biased against Harlem. If you want to say that if with the New Yorkers, like, I just don't know what it is. But yeah, because Cameron, your favorite artist. Like, right. Definitely right. Gonna say you're biased on that. Right. So, you know, with that said, as I'm listening to it. Pleasantly surprised. Because. Overall, he's really grown since the last time I sat through a full project. Since the last time I sat through a full project and not just the songs with a good feature of the artist that I actually like a little bit more to him or their bodies of work, this this was good. He had everything just in the right places. He had the hard tracks. He had something that switched it up, and I think that's with Take It Easy with the female vocalist on the hook. So that was something that I like to hear from these artists instead of just giving me a bunch of street references and bars like that. I'd like to see you do something else, man. Take me to another another lane. Some smooth player shit, kind of similar to how Big would kick that shit. You know what I mean? How Jay hmm. would kick that shit on Excuse Me and Miss. They had that in their arsenal, and sometimes I'd be wanting some of these artists to get out of just I'm the coolest motherfucker walking. Get out and, of your comfort zone. Right, get out your comfort zone and do something a little different. So he did that with Take It Easy. Then, like you said, you're talking about Benny the Butcher with Ramadan. Now he's trading bars with Benny the Butcher. He got one of his artists, I believe, or somebody in his camp, Jay Grams, that you mentioned. They ended Jay the Graham. album off dope. You got no regrets. Then he had OT the real on there with Weber and Williams. I was really feeling that. So at this point, I'm like, how can I hate on this? Because I already like Big Stepper. You know what I mean? I'm a big fan of Currency and Westside Gun, especially Westside Gun for the albums he delivers. Not necessarily the verses, no disrespect to him, but I like just the art that he paints in the canvas and the, and the ambiance of the music. And it's just the shit that he kicking. I, I rock with. So at the end of the day, I'm not, I got nothing but good things to say about this project, the Hustlers catalog too. If you one of those guys like me, that's been sleeping on, not sleeping on smoke, there's a, but you, you kind of get on the fence or you're like, ah, you know what? I know he gets busy, but that there, there may not be a, but after you listen to this, it, it's just the right length. As far as a project, he didn't overdo it. And I like it, man. I, I like I got Webber and Williams, Take It Easy, Ramadan, No Regrets, and Big Stepper as the joints that 
I really liked. And still, it's been out two weeks, still on my own playing it. So that yeah. that's a lot to say. It's cracking the rotation for sure. Yeah. And, man, I, I got to say it, man. But uh, I can't believe you ain't like a closed mouth that you don't get fed. That album or, yeah, well, yeah, that album was pretty much ingrained in my 2020. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna say I was gonna go back. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna go back to it, but I'm, I'm. When stuff slows down, as far as as much albums that's coming out every week that we that we actually look to cover, I would like to to go back to that man. So this was a really good project and I hope hopefully he continues to find that right balance. And and that's probably what I'm I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Just find that right balance. So but yeah, that smoke desert, Hustle's catalog too, highly recommended. Go check it out. It has our stamp recommended of approval. Recommended by Prez as well. Yeah. Has our stamp of approval for sure, for sure, man. All right, man. So that's our music segment. Uh, with that said, man, I'm Cash, one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. We appreciate you guys' time. We appreciate everybody's patronage as far as our patron Patreon supporters. And Prez, take us on out, bro. Yeah, uh, so it was some other albums that's coming out this week, but we didn't get the multiple listens that we would like to have on them. So we're going to do those coming up in the next week. So that's the Bobby Sessions, the Polo G. Uh, am I missing anything? That one I'm uh, missing. The blue, blue, the blue joint. We we it just depends on how good it is. If it's good, then we'll yeah. bring it up. If it's not, then we're probably gonna can't cancel it. But definitely those two that you mentioned. I'm gonna do a Sky Zoo, a one off, and um yeah. So you're gonna get three different ones, and we'll shoot that Sky Zoo one to our Patreon supporters first, so you guys have it. And then we'll release it to everybody on YouTube at some point next week. So basically, we ain't going to stop working. So even if it's a slowdown uh, this week on releases, we got stuff that we can still release coming up. Uh, hopefully, y'all checking for those. If you ain't checking for the artists, hopefully we can do something to influence. Make sure that you check it out. We'll let you know if they're dope or not. So uh, keep keep sticking with us. Keep following us. Absolutely. And like I said, one last time, I want to plug mid-year wrap-up. Those the next three weeks of episodes on Tuesday are going to be our mid-year hip hop and R&B awards. We've made it up. We are aware it's list season. It's the middle of the year. We're giving you all the joints we've been discussing, but we're giving you a, a list, top three, top five in various categories of things that we like. We got. Some folks coming on as far as other podcasters and YouTube content creators. We got Madam Money coming on. We got the Great Minds Podcast and Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. And we mixing that up, sharing some different perspectives on music and, and everything that you may have missed so far in 2021. So y'all check that out. Next three weeks, that's what we'll be dropping. Strictly music. And we'll possibly give you some extra stuff. So... Not promising anything, but we're gonna we're gonna try to get you some extra stuff as well. So definitely check out the most overrated album. I mean, that's the category that I always <laughs> look forward to. To hear what you say, so oh, I can so boy. I can defend. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. So thanks for listening. I'm Cass, one half of the DSC podcast. I'm out. Mr. Press. Peace.